Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. As much as conservatives like to scream and screech and cry and whine and, and piss over the alleged indoctrination of young people from the left, it's always from the right at its most egregious and obvious, you know? Like a ton of conservative grifters have written kids' books, like for like five-year-olds, not, ju not just like like young kid, like young kids books, you know, and I have been inundated with so many YouTube videos of these men in their 40s and 50s who, you know, uh, I, I, I imagine have very poor interpersonal skills outside of, you know, business management, uh, sitting in a room full of children trying to relay conservative propaganda. We've seen those Dennis Prager, uh, cartoon Prager U history shorts or whatever, where Ronald Reagan talked about how he single-handedly saved the world to those two time-traveling kids. We had Matt Walsh with his book, you know, uh, Lauren Southern did her book, though to my knowledge, she didn't do a book reading, which, I mean, honestly, she probably did and I just missed it. Anyway, here's Ben Shapiro teaching politics to kids. Hey, look, uh, it's, it's what I do. Uh, except I don't meet you guys in a classroom. I saw a segment of this on Twitter. It's brilliant. So here we are today at a public library. And I know what you're thinking. Ben, haven't you read all the books there already? Of course I have. But that's, that's my, not why we're here. That's my, my bit. have given me a stack of cards. They ben. have a bunch of terms on them having to do with the government. I have to explain these to very, very small children in a fashion that kids can understand. So we'll find out how this is going to go. This video is sponsored by our friends over at Conserva Kids. Uh, okay, point taken. Sheesh. They're, when they talk about, like, lefties indoctrinating their kids, what they usually mean is that, like, people who are worldly enough to become teachers and get the degrees necessary to do so tend to be left-leaning. By indoctrinate their kids, they mean, like, people who are educated teach the education, and the education aligns with reality, and they don't like the reality. Um, I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, okay? I don't know if there's a hard line between education and propaganda. Propaganda obviously has kind of a negative connotation. Um, usually when we talk about propaganda, we talk about it like being very explicitly in service of a political message, but that's what I do as well. I guess it's the extent to which you're dishonest with it. The only thing I'll say is that in terms of conservative teachings, I don't think it relies on propagandizing so much as dogma. A ton of what conservatives teach each other is meant to be, they are simple, simple aphorisms, just simple, direct, unambiguous, moralistic claims about the world that are not meant to be questioned. The conservative worldview is all about not questioning basic pillars of understanding, which is why analysis is so difficult for them. Trust me, as somebody who has at this point debated a lot of conservatives and gone over a lot of conservative media, very rarely is there an analysis of a situation that leads to their conclusion. They don't go premise, premise, conclusion. They just say the conclusion and then attack people who disagree with it. Overwhelmingly, and you can see this in essentially any conservative media, you know? I'm not saying that there aren't left-leaning people who don't just, like, just push the line or whatever, but I think that for those who do, you can always ask those extra few questions 
And usually you can get more substantive answers. But if you ask a conservative, like, why is breaking the law bad? Like a simple one like that. Like you'd expect them to answer with, you know, there are so many lines you can go with that. Well, Jesus Christ broke the law. Uh, Mar Martin Luther King Jr. broke the law. Like, why is breaking the law bad? And they'll and the conservative answer will be because it's the law, right? I don't think I'm exaggerating. I, I that's happened to me in conversations. It's it's not about how anything works. It's just dogma. So anyway, the reason I'm saying this is because dogma is most effective when applied to children. Children are not as good at critical thinking, which is why. I say, having seen a portion of this on Twitter, it would be really embarrassing if any of the kids in this video rejected the dogma that Ben Shapiro pushed and forced him to back off of it. That would be very funny if that happened. Uh, of course, I don't know if it happens. Who knows? Alright. Hey guys. How's it going? Hi. Wow. Wow. You're very well-behaved children. <laughs> All right, so I'm supposed to teach you about things today. Uh, so get ready. Yay. Yay. I've seen my mom um, look at him on Facebook. Okay. She said he was a very smart guy. Do you think he is? Well, now that I've met him, maybe. Freedom. <laughs> okay, freedom. Definition? Oh, yeah, America. give me a definition. Go for it. America. Definition of freedom is America. Okay, that's that's actually, okay. I kind of uh -oh. like that. Uh -oh. I'm with you. America. Okay, so. America. Freedom is the that's perfect right that's the line right there that's the highest level thinking we're ever going to get i think not the ability to do yeah, whatever brother. you want freedom no. is the ability to make good choices and have those pay off a lot of people think that freedom is you get to do what you want so if you want to run into a tree that's freedom eat. yeah exactly you shouldn't eat people like that you don't have freedom to eat people <laughs> bad. i forgot what that's called the funny thing is is that the actual like reasonable definition of freedom i mean if you want to go with it negative freedom it's the freedom to do what you want and with positive freedom it's the freedom to, you know to act on your will is pretty simple the freedom to make good choices is a deeply authoritarian reading of freedom that is a that is, that is a very authoritarian reading of the issue because when people in power are the ones who get to decide what a good choice is and freedom is redefined like this is literally like you have the freedom to choose to side with the party you know uh, very concerning right off the bat. It's called cannibalism. My mom and dad told me I was gonna meet Ben Shapiro. And did you know who he was? Nope. Government. Thank God. Okay, so who has an idea about government? Go for it. I don't. <laughs> government is what takes all of your money and gives you very little in return. That is not true. Okay, that, that's kind of, I mean, it's kind of true. It depends <laughs> on the kind of government. Yeah, that, that is what taxes are for. But all right, that's what I saw. All right, I didn't know it came that early in the video. He backs off immediately. That's not true. I want, hold on. Okay, so who has an idea about government? Go for it. I don't. Government is what takes all of your money and gives you very little in return. That is not true. Okay, that, that's kind of- look, look at this kid's Chad Stonewall face too. No. Sir? No, that is not true. You're lying to me. Do not tell lies. What? Holding frame. Look at that. Literally doing that, like, pursed lip, like, like you, bro, you're cringing face. Or, or, bro, you're being cringe face. I love, absolutely. And Ben backs off. Okay, that, that's kind of, I mean, it's kind of true. It depends that's on the kind of government. Yeah, that, that is what taxes are for, but but taxes are theft, children. The reality is that government is necessary so that people don't 
hurt each other, so that people don't people. murder each other. Right, so people don't eat people. That's right. Yes. You do need a government to prevent people from eating. By the way, if you ever if you ever do go to a room full of kids and define government as the bad thing that takes your money and gives you nothing in return, I think it should be legal to club you. Yeah, you know, like a seal, you know. Jesus Christ. People. The Constitution. Who knows something about the Constitution? Anybody oh, heard, 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 you heard of the Constitution? Anybody heard no, of the Constitution? Heard of it. Okay, no. so the Constitution. Okay, the Constitution is the is the document that lays out the list of rules for what the government can do and what the government cannot do. So the Declaration of Independence is 1776. So right as we're founding the country, right as the founding fathers are founding the country in the Revolutionary Slow War, down. We war against Great Britain in 1776. Okay, what was that? Okay, maybe you do know a lot. <laughs> the, hi the highlight of your career, being told by a four-year-old that you know more than they do. He's going so fast because he's nervous. Yeah, this is the most uh, prepared and hostile audience he's ever had. Fast. Yeah, I yes, do talk fast. fast. But you guys can keep up. You're, you're, you're young. I do run pretty fast. I'm sure you I do. Run very fast. I, I mean, run super Let me tell you, I, I don't worry about I talking too fast with kids because my kids wipe me out. My kids tire me out. Okay, the president. Do you think if they all stood up, all the kids, there'd be any way to tell them apart? Oh! Okay. Oh, oh, who knows who the Biden. president is right now? Biden. Yeah. Biden. Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. That's right. Unfortunately, Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm yeah. with you. Unfortunately, yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, Trump yeah, so I know. Biden. Yeah, Trump, yeah. he is the best. He was best. So, given the fact that one of these kids was asked, or, 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 or it, it, like, offered the information, Okay, two pointers. First of all, this doesn't seem to be a book reading. And second of all, these kids were brought here by their parents. These are all like Trumper kids, right? Like no left-leaning parent would ever be like, yeah, I'll just put, leave my four-year-old with Ben Shapiro. So like, so these are all like conservative kids. So realistically, you know, these kids, not 100% of the time, but a lot of them, were probably going to end up being conservative no matter what, because there does tend to be a pretty strong, you know, hereditary element to political belief yeah i don't i don't know it, it deeply sad do you think the kids could take him if they all rushed him now that's what that's what we should be focusing on for this video it listen are they bloodlusted that's when when you're talking about who fights who the bloodlust is when they fight with the, with the warrior spirit okay i'd i'd i think they could do it yeah <laughs> don't because he will come and attack you. Whoa! Personally, <laughs> true. <laughs> Joe Biden. Taxes. Okay. Do you guys oh, like taxes? taxes? No malarkey, Joe. Just coming down to your house. These are fees that you have to pay for your houses. Well, yeah. It's not, and houses. There are, there is, and air conditioning and solar. Right. You have to pay taxes what? on like everything. Yeah. Like Watches, everything. Electricity. Not on your income in Florida. Because Florida's amazing. Right. So. Taxes are the government takes a part of the money that you spend, or the money that you earn, or the yeah. property value spend of your house. It on useless stuff. What about debt? Mostly, yes. I mean, they're supposed to spend it on things like the police. They're not supposed to spend it. Libertarian Ben Shapiro. The first thing that he thinks of is the police. It it is it is fitting though because. Ben Shapiro is probably smart enough to recognize the only function of the government that libertarians want to preserve are those that maintain the property rights that allow the wealthy and powerful to stay wealthy and powerful. Because if you had no government, all of a sudden you have, you know, 400 factory workers and one factory owner. That is a very quick fight. That You don't need bloodlust to settle that one. Uh, but, uh, you know, add in 
billions of dollars being spent on police and all of a sudden you have a you know your legal system the court system what have you and you you, you legitimize all these systems uh yeah property law it's not good it's not good but that's what libertarians want to preserve that's the reason why uh when people say they're libertarian but they defend the cops there's not actually an ideological inconsistency there you make fun of them because you know they they larp at being anti-authoritarian anti-government but they support the most violent element of the government but in reality the violence they want the government to stop inflicting on them is taxation and regulating factories to not let them dump pollutants into the river and ground soil um they don't give a damn about the existence of police because that institution, the police, is what allows the wealthy to maintain their wealth. In a system free of law, uh, where it genuinely is uh, free-for-all, one body is one body. And Elon Musk's flabby, pale, $200 billion body is, as it turns out, significantly less impressive than the uh, proletarian fist, superhero, leader of the masses, six-foot-three, muscular, tanned, uh, you know, uh, uh, a body carved out of marble, you know. On just random projects or silly things that they have in their head, and they tend to spend it on kind of silly things very often. But as you get older, you will oh, realize sorry. How, how little you like taxes. Taxes are, are very, yeah, very terrible. annoying. I already think they're terrible. Alrighty, <laughs> let's see what else. Yeah. Quantitative easing. What? Wow, who put this one in? Yeah. Here? Are we really gonna Who's do this? Laughing? We can, we could do this. Okay, no. so. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you. Laughing. The reason that they're laughing is because this is super duper complicated. You know what a dollar is, right? Y'all use dollars yeah, before. Yeah. How about Monopoly money? Have you guys oh, ever played Monopoly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. My mom and dad in it. If you guys went to the store with Monopoly money, could you buy anything? No. No, you couldn't. Why not? Because <laughs> If you had a gun. Money. There is an agency of the federal government. It's called the Federal Reserve. Okay, the Federal Reserve controls how many dollars are out there. If they just print a bunch of dollars and then they just give you those dollars, it turns out they didn't make you rich. All that happened is that your dollar now doesn't buy as many things. If the Federal, if the federal Reserve... I feel like I could explain this a lot better. If, if if the Federal Reserve printed a hundred billion and then gave me the hundred billion, there would be some inflation, but I would also be much richer. He's not explaining it right. Really? Just makes a thousand dollars and gives it to you and gives it to everybody. You can't buy a, an ice cream bar with a dollar anymore. Now the ice cream bar is going to cost like a thousand dollars. That's what quantitative easing is. Can you explain to me the concept of quantitative easing? Go. I forgot. <laughs> so guys, you just learned more than that's, you will. That's not even what quantitative easing is. That's that's not he just talked about like inflation, not not the whole like stimulating the economy by buying securities. Okay. In all of college about how the government yeah. works. So one of the questions that I frequently get asked is how do I talk to my own children about conservative values and the things that matter? And my answer Let's is Let's go more kids. propaganda kids for kids. Books, like home we can teach brain, our ideology to adults so like we American make values sure and American history. Kids. They're beautifully illustrated. They're really well written. We get them young when they can't think. With your children, which we don't the to get them because our policies stink. They're tiny, small so grants, except the right to believe things that they really shouldn't believe, who want to take control of your child's education da, away from you. Da, 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 Not so with conservative kids. Conservative kids is the way that you can teach your kids about the da, stuff da, that matters. Da, da, they bring you all sorts of beautiful books. They have a great da, variety da, da, of great da, da. I do, by the way, love them appropriating the Rosie the Riveter. Like, yeah, okay. Th very nice, you know. I I they do it, they they do it just to like 
they they do it deliberately to irritate people you know i guarantee you like where get where's the malcolm x cover okay i want the conservative kids book all right malcolm x warrior for reagan and they just say that malcolm x was around during reagan's presidency and they were best friends you could print that it's not illegal to lie it's they lie anyway like it's it's not like they don't already lie. Like, I don't know. Like, why not, right? Go, sure, go for it, you know? Selection. Check them out today at theconservakids.com nope. slash Shapiro. That's theconservakids.com slash Shapiro. You get 15% nope. off when you use nah. code 15 no. Again, they just make great materials. They're safe for all your kids. Not just safe. They're, nope. they're virtuous nah, for you nope. to get no. for your kids. Theconservakids.com. Do we restrict people from lying like this? No, lying's a free speech thing. I'm not joking. You really don't want the government uh, just allowing you to sue people for lying. Unless, of course, it's defamatory uh, or slander. But, you know, that's a civil case. So on and so on. That's theconservakids.com slash Shapiro. 15% off with code 15BEN. Okay, go for it. Um, what do you think about... Oh yeah, wait, hold on. Let's take a look at the Conservakids. What do they, what do they got? Theconservakids.com. Raise kids who love America. I love that! We're not even fronting the ideology, we're just fronting the state indoctrination. I love that so much. That's so great. Teach your children to be lackeys of the state, but also, you know, uh, don't tread on me, but also raise children who are lackeys of the state. I love it. My favorite, American values are under attack. Yes. Today's culture is actively trying to diminish the value of freedom, courage, and hard work by inundating our children with messages that undermine those principles. Uh, and we have, they're going fishing? That's a tackle box. I, I, they're going to go fishing, I guess? Okay. Be careful, don't want to fall in the lake or whatever. You can get hurt fishing. That can be dangerous. Help your kids navigate modern culture. Relatable characters perfect for ages three to eight. I'm very, I'm so happy that I had good parents. My parents were grew up religious, became agnostic when they were older, and never talked to me about it when I was a kid. They never once had a conversation with me outside. I think one time when I was young, I talked with my parents, and I was like, hey, do you believe in God? And they were like, nah, not really. And I was like, well, why not? And they were like, well, we came to that decision ourselves, you know? We don't want to, like, you know, we, we want you to come to that decision. I think that was nice. These look like pit crew avatars, yeah. Of course, they probably would have regretted it if I came to the wrong decision, but... That's not what agnostic means? Yes, it is. Atheist, um, okay. <sighs> Isn't it? Agnostic is whether or not you believe you can know about the existence of a god. An atheist is at, uh, the statement that you don't believe there's a god. So I think my, my parents metaphysically didn't believe you could know about the existence of a god, but leaned towards no. And they didn't believe in one, but it wasn't something they were willing to make a deterministic statement about, so I don't think they consider themselves atheist. But I'm an agnostic atheist. I'm a, an anti-theist. I'm much more obnoxious about it than my parents were. Yeah, yeah, agnostic is a knowledge came, atheist is a belief claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. About, like, superstars and athletes talking- Listen, my position is, I don't think you can know whether or not there's a god, but I know there's not one, okay? That's my position, alright? Stay mad. Theists see thing.
about politics. So everybody in the country gets to talk about whatever they want to talk about, but athletes and superstars generally don't know anything about what they're talking about when it comes to politics. When LeBron As opposed says to things, you. That doesn't mean he knows things. Yeah. Will you ever be a president? You know, all the presidents are now 100 years old, right? Like Joe Biden is really, really old. Joe Biden is 79 years old. I'm 38, which to you guys seems oh. like super old, right? Like, no. like, no? no? Okay, good. That, that's my true. My dad is 42. My dad is 48. I'll wait until my kids are grown up. I don't want to, I would never run for office while I have little kids. I want to be home with my kids. My kids are super cute. I want to spend like a lot of time with them. When is Ben going to admit that he's going to run for president? If he wanted to be president, he would probably be it tomorrow, but he just talks about it. What are the prompts they're giving these kids? They're doing these little, these little sides, like, the, the thing is with kids is that you can like get them to say fucking anything. You can, you can just be like, hey kid, I'll give you a lollipop if you say that Ben Shapiro is like the smartest man on earth. And the kid's like, fuck yeah. Shit yes. Give me that fucking lollipop. I will say that. Thank you. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you can prompt anything. Normal so thing that normal why? children talk about. Oh, that's nice of you. Why are the people angry at the government? Why are people angry at the government? Because sometimes oh. the government tells us to do stuff the government shouldn't tell us to do. Do you think homeschooling will ever be banned? Uh, not in Florida. So I, I think that there will be places that try to stop homeschooling. What a... Are these kids even old enough to be homeschooled? When, when do you start school? Isn't it like six years old or something? Are they... I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Jesus. They should ban homeschooling just because it would make the worst people irritated. This is my... This is my... This is my new... Uh, 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 you know... Um, uh, what's, what's his name? The guy who I said should die in a CIA black site because it would be funny on Twitter. Oh, Assange. My new Julian Assange take. Okay, thank you. It's that anyone who has ever even looked up the process of homeschooling their children should have CPS take their kids away. Why? I think it would be funny. Uh, I don't care about the consequences. It's not a utilitarian thing. I just think it would be very funny. I've had people talk to me saying, you know, homeschooling isn't just something that psychotic fundamentalist Christians do to shelter their children from education on sex and gender. But I still think that's probably it. That's I still feel like that's probably like the main part of it. I don't know. It's a feeling that I've got. I don't need data. It's a feeling. I've got the feeling. My sister's choosing to homeschool for exactly that. Well, I'm pretty sure that's like the main... What about older kids who decide to be homeschooled? I gotta wonder about that. Deciding to be homeschooled. Look, I'm, I don't want to get like sidetracked or anything. Just, I'm not, uh, I'm not very favorable to homeschool for a few reasons. Not the least of which is because the main thing that school does isn't teach you math and science and literature. The main thing school does is teach you how to get along with people or failing that, how to deal with people you hate, which is actually way more important than almost anything outside of being literate and being able to do arithmetic. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure like the vast majority of people don't need much more than literacy and arithmetic to do future jobs. The rest of their, uh, you know, skills, you know, you, you, you can go through it on the fly, but social skills are and always will be the big kicker here, you know? Um, absolutely essential. That's why it's really good to uh, do daycare for young kids and get them in preschool as well. 
not so you can teach him whatever, not like the little infant equivalent of listening to Beethoven when you're in the womb, but uh, because you want to just spend time around other people your age. That's like the main thing that it's about. It's the main thing that, 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 that you, you benefit from, you know. And I just feel like homeschooling probably lends you to, I don't know, Public schools are just stressful and bad at education, though. Online programs are a lot cooler. I don't know if cooler is the metric we're going for. I'm not going to defend the American public education system. I just don't think homeschooling... Uh, is online class... Like, didn't everyone hate online classes? Didn't suicidality go up massively for high school-aged children during the online period of COVID? Because... As it turns out, having people at the absolute highlight of their emotional immaturity being isolated from other people in their age group is really bad for them. I gotta wonder what that does to the homeschool types. I know there are homeschooled kids who, like, meet up with other homeschool kids, but I don't think it's the same. Like, because you get educated at home, and also you never leave home, too. How do you meet, like, girls? Like, sorry if I'm being weird, and I, and I, like, I know... There are like same-sex dormitories or, or or boarding schools or whatever, and those are fucked up in their own way. But like, if I was 16 years old, and the only like lady I knew and talked with was my mom, don't get me wrong, I like my mom, but I feel like there's an essential element of adolescence that I'm missing out on there, right? Like just b being around cute girls, even like, I don't know. do you only leave your house for school as a kid? All my friends from then were friends that I'd met at school. I'm gonna guess that being homeschooled probably interferes with the likelihood of you making friends. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Homeschool kids also go to church. My bad. I forgot about that other social opportunity. They can go to their Sunday school and impress the cute girls by holding up 12,000 fucking folding chairs. They bring it from, one, from, from the supply closet over to the, the front. A, a, an exclusively Protestant activity, by the way, because all Catholics get their education inside gigantic stone cathedrals. But when Protestants go to their Sunday school, they go to the basement of a community building and they have all the like the rusted metal folding chairs in the corner. God, God truly shuns the Protestants. I, I, I'm anti-religion and I'm slightly more anti-Christianity than I am anti-religion. And I'm very slightly more anti-Protestant than I am anti-Christianity than I am anti-religion, okay? No hate. No hate. Just saying. Just, uh, no hate. Build better buildings. I'm sorry. Build better buildings. I'm sorry. This is, let me just, let me just look up a, a, a classic Protestant. Let me just look up a classic uh, Protestant. Okay, I looked up ugly building and now I'm, all I'm getting is the fucking brutalist architecture projects. I just meant like a, okay, do I need run down? The joke fails that this takes too long, so now I'm just I'm just trying to find a picture that looks like it captures the essence of a Protestant church. It's maybe I'll just Google Protestant church. Maybe the maybe the solution was that simple. Oh wait, hold on. Versus Catholic Church. Hold on. That's that's bound to uh that's that's bound to provide some unfavorable comparisons. Alright, here we go. We're we're ending this stunlock shortly, okay? There we go. Okay? Today, today we learn. Here's where you go to get your education as a, as a Catholic. Where'd it go? Bring it back. Where'd it go? Oh my god, I'm losing it. Where'd it, where'd it go? Here it is. Hello. There you go. That's where you go. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Yeah, here we go. Average Protestant church. Fucking Motel 6 vibes. You just dri drive up. They're like, yeah, okay, hi. Since Vosh is a utilitarian, this is a weird take. Have you ever considered the utilitarian detriment that is having ugly fucking buildings? Seriously, though, like, okay, when you look up building religion, it gives you the nice ones. But, like, even the nice Protestant buildings aren't that nice. This is, this is what I think of when I think Protestant church. Like, like, okay, you know? Like, all right. This is, this is the, this is the most impressive Protestant church in existence. Okay? This is the best one. This is the bathroom inside the Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn. This is the men's room, specifically. She's in the wrong room. A common mistake. Okay? The building actually has eight pairs of bathrooms because of how large it is. Okay, can we move on? We got very sidetracked. And leave, leave it up to the editors if they want to cut this out. <laughs> like this? <laughs> Here we go. Average Protestant church. That's mean. All right, move on, move on, move on, move on. It's obvious that Vosh has never seen a Protestant megachurch before. Oh, those are the ugliest ones, though. You mean the stadiums where you watch some, like, bloviating fuck who's worth half a billion dollars scream about how giving him money will bring you closer to Christ? Yeah, the megachurch is, is real, by the way. I think John Oliver has a bit in it that's probably worth watching. It's literally just a stadium. The pastor is on their, like, Megamax TV at the top, and there are 10,000 people in here. And the guy up, for, literally, like, he, his, his proselytizing is half, like, prosperity gospel, which is if you give him money, you're closer to Christ. That's not a joke. This is worse than anything the Catholics ever did to any group of people in history. All right, moving on. That's not true. Don't cancel me. That's not, oh, God, and, and it's a Ben Shapiro thing. Oh, God. That's not true. They did worse things to the Jews. Just... I come from a state called California, where, where, where monsters roam the streets and garbage is strewn everywhere. It's, it's a horror escape. No, I'm, I'm joking. They don't actually have, have real monsters, but it's a really poorly... Like, okay, this is faster than it... Okay. The, the way that they run the state is really bad. So they have lots of crime, they have high taxes. That was a non-denominational church? That shit wasn't Catholic, okay? Non-denominational. Doesn't that always mean Protestant? Catholics don't do non-denominational, do they? Catholics go to Catholic churches, right? Do they? I'm pretty sure pro like Catholics don't frequent non-denom- Because Protestants made like 50, all the Chad Catholics are like, yeah, you know, we, the, we, we, the Holy See, we worship, you know, we, we worship Christ and we follow the Holy See. I'm simplifying tremendously. And then there are like 40,000 Protestants. And every six days, there's a new schism in the Protestant church, okay? There's like the Northern Lutheran Baptist Angelicans Division of 1973, and then the Lutheran Angelican Baptist 19... And then they fight, and then they kill each other, and somebody does a bombing. Look, sh shut up! There is a monster. Right, exactly. I came here because Florida is amazing, so guys. You're so lucky to be growing up in Florida. Florida's amazing. Jeez. America is the best, but Florida's really hot. What does the government do? What does the government do? Okay, Florida. so there's various kinds of government. There's your local government, like where you live, and then there's the state government, like the state of Florida, and then there's the federal government. They all do different things. So your local government, they do the police and they do the firefighting. Okay, then there's the state government. 
the state government decides, for example, how money goes to your local public school, for example, or how taxes get paid and how roads get, get made and all of that. Then there's the federal government. The federal government, the Constitution says what the federal government can do. Make sure that there's an army and a navy and an air force and that they are able to protect us against people who would want to attack the United States. That's the biggest thing the federal government does. Yeah. Do you think Biden actually follows? Once again, his assessment of government, uh, 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 you know, expenditure differs primarily towards the military, military and police. That's the main thing that his mind goes to. Libertarian, anti-authoritarian. Let's go. His own law. I think that Biden kind of makes up the rules as he goes. <laughs> I don't think, unfortunately, he cares very much about the rules for being president. This guy supported Trump. And then he hopes that nobody stops him which is not a very good way of being president. And that's why the founders were really smart. The founders created a system where there are people who can stop you if you break the rules, which is really important. Do you think China purposefully caused a pandemic? <laughs> I think that China purposefully covered up a pandemic. It probably started in a, a laboratory in China, and then it got released, and then- what he say? What he was told to say. They pretended that it was not their fault, and they didn't know what was going on, and they lied a lot, and then it got out and killed a lot of people. Do you think is this- well, the, well, well, COVID, China did cover up and lie about a ton of COVID stuff. Like, we know that, but it was case numbers. I don't think any definitive evidence has come out about the lab leak. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, does it? The cream port will overturn Roe versus Wade. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Um, I think the Supreme Court will not overturn Roe versus Wade, unfortunately. I have a feeling that the Supreme Court is uh -huh. going to change the rules of Roe versus Wade, but that doesn't mean they're going to throw it out completely. They're going to do what they always do, and they're going to be uh, confusing about it. Who is your favorite Democrat? Wow, that is a difficult question. I know, right? Alive, alive, a Democrat who's alive? Uh, hmm. <gasps> Bernie Sanders. Right now, Joe Manchin. Senator Joe Manchin uh, from West Virginia is my... Joe, it's on site, Joe. I can't, I shouldn't say, I, it's on site, I'll tell you that I dislike you. <sighs> Politicians. Current favorite Democrat. He's preventing Joe Biden from doing a lot of bad things. Do you think we can have uh, a stable government again? Um, I mean, I think that the government is still pretty stable, is the truth. We should be grateful to live in a country where the government is this stable. The truth is that if you look at history and if you look at all other countries, there are a lot of countries that really don't have a stable government, and it's really difficult. We're so lucky to live in this country. We really are. So as much as the, we have problems here in the United States, this is still a fabulous, fabulous country, and we're all, we should all really be grateful to, to live here. And that, that, I guess, is the, is the thing that I would say to all you guys. You guys are, you're going to live, like, for, for a super long time, and you're going to get to see all sorts of amazing... Yeah, the reason he asked who his favorite Democrat was, alive or dead, is because he was wondering if he could get away with um, naming any before the party switched. He was, he was thinking of, you know, uh, 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 Woodrow Wilson. You know, he's trying, he was, he was going back a little while. Woodrow was, was a Democrat, right? I actually, I actually don't, he, he would have had to be, yeah? He would, yeah, he would have had to be, yeah, of course. He was racist? Yeah, well, that, the Democrats were racist. And the Democrats are racist, uh, but they have re recently been beaten at the racism game by the Republicans. So in the ongoing chess match of racism right now, uh, the Republicans are definitely on the front foot, uh, but the game continues. Amazing things happen in the country. And the most important thing to remember is the harder you work, the better your life is going to be. The better the decisions you make, the more responsible you are, the more you help other people, the better your life is going to be. In this country, which is the best country in the world, if you make great decisions, you're going to have an unbelievably awesome life. You're going to make a huge difference in the world and you can make... So I think this is, it's, this is an interesting um, 
This is an interesting, almost a Martin Bailey that conservatives do. I want to rewind for a second, okay? Hold on. Remember, is the harder you work, the better your life is going to be. The better the decisions you make, the more responsible you are, the more you help other people, the better your life is going to be. That is true. Generally, on average, yes, working harder and making better decisions will mean that your life is better. The implied statement here is what he, well, helpfully for us, he doesn't leave it to implication, he just says the implied bit next. In this country, which is the best country in the world, if you make great decisions, you're going to have an unbelievably awesome life. You're going to make that is a lie. That is a straight-faced, complete, objective, provable, empirical lie. If you make great decisions, you are more likely to have a better life. I mean, obviously, making great decisions... Well, even then, it's kind of subjective, because maybe the great decision is like choosing to stay with your, with your, um, with your kids, you know? Like, maybe the best decision you could make for your financial well-being would be to, like, ditch a family and to, like, go, you know, be on your Sigma male grind set, and the most morally and, you know, uh, personal well-being oriented decision you could make would be to stay with the family, live a life of poor honor. Uh, you know, austerity and goodwill. Uh, whether or not a decision is good is, well, kind of a subjective one. Really depends on what you're going for. Anyway, this is the problem, okay? And I feel like lefties mess this up too. It is true that trying harder and making an effort to make better decisions will increase the likelihood of living a good life. I don't like it when lefties deny that because it gives the impression that we're all workshite, you know, that we are um, like a completely unwilling to buy into the idea that there's a relationship between our behavior and the outcomes in our life. And it's just not true, of course. Working hard does increase the likelihood of you leading a, a good life. Does it guarantee it? No. Not even close, uh, but it increases the likelihood. But conservatives, of course, the leap here is that, well, if you make good decisions, you will have a good life. Uh, and the reason they say that actually isn't to encourage these kids, you know? This is a common misconception. Conservatives do not make this claim to motivate people. They make this claim to demonize the people who are not successful. It's a necessary component of the myth of meritocracy. When they say, if you make good decisions, you will live a good life, the natural, con yeah, contrapositive to that is, uh, you know, if you make, if you have a bad life, you must have made bad decisions. AKA poor people are lazy, poor people are stupid. And that runs back to the snap discussion we were having earlier, where a lot of people treat Poverty as a symptom of stupidity. Not that poverty causes problems, but rather poverty is a product of problems, and many of those problems are just ingrained elements of a person's psyche or intelligence or disposition. Uh, this is obviously an empirically disprovable way of thinking. A sociological way of approaching these issues will always beget you better predictive results. Or, to put it another way, folks, uh, let's, tr let's try the scientific method, okay? Um, let's do two studies, all right? One in which we attempt to predict a person's wealth by how many hours they work, and one in which we try to predict somebody's wealth by the zip code they're born into. I bet you that the, uh, the p-value, the, the correlative, you know, uh, you know, ratio we're gonna get for hard work to wealth will be slight, but 
present with people who don't work at all, who languish in poverty at the very far end and people who work very, very hard being, you know, uh, helped slightly towards the end. I think the zip code would be a stronger description, though. I think that would be much more descriptive uh, in, in terms of whether or not people turn out to be wealthy. Yeah, the strength of correlation, right? Is R. Yes, thank you. My brain is absolutely uh, sludge right now. A huge difference in the world, and you can make the world a better place. Oh, good question. Okay, so this is a yarmulke. Jews and Christians believe in the, in the same God. Uh, we just have slightly different beliefs about the kind of stuff that we have to do that God says that we have to do. So what this means is that... Oh, wait, God, God, what's with the emotes, chat? That's cute. Kids would ask that. Orthodox Jews, Jews who, who keep a lot of commandments, we keep this on our head, right? In the Bible, when it talks about the Israelites, that's the Jews. So the Jews eventually, uh, you know, now we're, we're, we're their descendants. So we keep the, the yarmulke on our head uh, to remind us to, that God is around us at all times. So we should make good decisions, basically. Alrighty, guys. Well, don't don't Jews wear the kippah to keep it's like a lead for God x-ray vision to keep their brain shielded so God can't see sinful thoughts. When Jewish guys are in the shower and the kippah is off, okay, uh, they are, they're just like hardcore, like running song, song lyrics in their brain, okay? They're just trying to, just trying to keep things clean. Yeah, it's like a tinfoil hat. Paradise <laughs> cage. You can go like enjoy your day now because it's all over, so you're good. Thank you guys. It's great to meet all of you. If you want to take some of these kids home. Unironically kind of anti-Semitic. Only if you're the kind of cucked bitch who thinks that any kind of light joke about Jewishness is any different from light joke. I literally just spent 20 minutes making fun of Protestants. Do you think there's some fundamental difference there? Well, you can go like enjoy your day now because it's all over. So you're good. Thank you guys. It's great to meet all of you. If you want to take some of these kids home. I have three of my own. Okay. So more children in my house. No, they, they've got parents. I feel like their parents should keep them. Which is tougher, talking to kids about government or explaining government to Democrats? Oh, by far, it's more difficult to explain government to Democrats because they're, they're so certain about the thing. Really? Having political conversations with adults is more difficult than having political conversations with children. Is that true? Oh, now we know. Things that they know and those things are just wrong. Whereas kids just don't know things and you can actually explain. It's not fundamental, but anti-Semitic humor has a worse outcome, right, Bosch? It's not anti-Semitic. Okay, you guys need to learn a critical difference between joking at the expense of something or having something in the joke. Can you explain to me, and I'm begging you, I'm genu I genuinely want to know, what anti-Semitic, what vitriol, what negativity about Jewish people are you expressing by making a joke about the yarmulke being a, 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 a tinfoil hat? At this point, like you, you might as well not say anything. Okay, I, I, I hate you. You, oh, what's the non-term? What's the term that isn't goy? What is it? Gentiles, you fucking pearl clutching god. Oh god, lest you forget, like a field of landmines. You can talk with black people and. Have fun with them. You can talk with Jewish people. Have fun with them. Talk, talk with women. Have fun with them. But God help you. You talk with white lefties because ooh, are they ready to tell you that everything you said was offensive to them? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Oh my God. The interminable experience. I have fond memories of 
a drunken peasants podcast where I'm cheerily talking with you black guys and people in my chat. Oh, I know you guys were sweating. Oh, God. When I made the jokes about the black barbershop, I know you pasty fucks. You moon-skinned people. You snow-white flesh bitches were wringing your hands. Uh, is this racially problematic? I prefer it when comedy never actually acknowledges or in any way addresses the existence of marginalized groups. Well, as, a, as, a, uh, uh, as an enlightened centrist, um, uh, uh, between racism and anti-racism, I tell you this, okay? Um, uh, sometimes the joke is just funny. I'm so tired, man. I'm so, not of you guys. Um, I I went way too hard in the person I was responding to as well. None of you deserve that. Explain them to them. Are you more or less hopeful for the future? I'm way more hopeful for the future than than before I did this because those kids are smarter than the people that we have in Congress currently. I only came today because I thought Knowles was gonna be here. Kid. I'll give you a lollipop if you pretend to know who Michael Knowles is. Make it like ten. Actually, I guess it would make. Sh I guess it would make sense that. Um, I guess it would make sense. Kids would like Michael Knowles because I think they're operating on the same wavelength, right? Michael Michael Knowles is basically just the guy in Big. He's he's ba we basically just have a baby brain trapped in an adult's body. And, and, and I feel like he would be right at home, you know? He's, he's like, um, he's like Will Ferrell from Elf. You know what I mean? Michael Knowles, everyone. Is this anti-Semitic? Tell me it is, chat. Somehow. Elf's a good movie. You guys seen Elf? It's a good movie. I, I think it's nice, you know? 